Welcome to an experience far from others. An audio medium unlike anything you've ever heard before. The pinnacle of sound experience. Jacked and canned. Featuring John Tessman and Colby Tyler. A place where you will get the information you crave and hear about the topics that you love. Presented by themselves. Coming to you from the basement, bar, and the bedroom. Sponsored by no one. Jack and Canned. Ah, welcome to Jack and Canned, episode four. Wait a minute, Kobe, dude, did you just did you just crack a cold one with cold segment? Is it already starting at the start of the episode? Uh, no, John, but today, because we have very limited time, we're going to do a little bit of a special episode for our listeners. This isn't going to be something where we're doing our normal show, where we're going to go through all sorts of sports topics. This is going to be something that me and John are just pretty much going to be having a general conversation that we would have on the phone. Because we only have 18 minutes left to record for the month, and that runs up in about three hours. So we'll be recording an episode five here soon. But in the meantime, we're just having a conversation. And when we have a conversation, you know I'm always cracking a cold one. Hell to the yeah, heck to the yeah, as the little rosebud would say. There's a little slogan right there. Oh, Colby, I can see the video. I can't wait until the video comes out on YouTube and Instagram Live. Everybody gets to see a crack a cold one, see a struggle while you're taking a sip of the Coors Light. He's on mute. You can't hear him burping. Anyways, <laughs> a good way to start the segment. Here's the thing. I just want to bring this up. I was talking to Colby before we started the show, and I said we need a little little listener appreciation episode, a little shout out for you, specifically you listener tuning in to Jack and Can, tuning in to John and Colbs, recording this for you. We have some very different locations coming at us. We're from Connecticut, so we're used to Connecticut people listening. Colby, do you have the list in front of you of what locations exactly are tuning into the show? Yeah, I do, John. So we have, obviously, we have a lot of Connecticut listeners being that we are from Connecticut. Thus, we're going to get more Connecticut listeners than we would anywhere else. But we got some really cool stuff on here. So I saw for one, we got Clayton, North Carolina, which I got a feeling I know who that is. And thank you very much. But we do have somebody from North Carolina. We got Columbus, Ohio. We have Braintree, Massachusetts, which I know is a place where you um, very recently worked. Oh, yeah. We got, we got all sorts of other Connecticut locations in here. We got some Florida. We got some California. We got Manhattan. I don't know how Manhattan and LA are parts of this. Apparently, we are making it a lot bigger than we thought. However, the one that I really wanted to give a shout out to, John, is we've got something and this listener has to give us a message. They have to send us how to correctly pronounce this. And this could be through a message, through audio. However, you got to get this across to us. But there is, here we go, Clichy Le De France. And I know I'm butchering that and I apologize (laughs) and I swear not anything anti-cultural to what it is that you have. But I don't know how to say it. 
we're we're American people, and we're terrible with pronunciations of outside kind of words. Dude, I love that right there. Here's the thing. Listener from France, not that anybody else, I appreciate everybody else obviously tuning in, especially outside Connecticut listeners, because let's face it, Cubs, we're from Connecticut. Do we expect a lot of our listener foot traffic to come through there? Of course. But France from Europe, from an app called Deezer for all four episodes, that's dedication. Whoever you are, we just want to say we appreciate you bigly, big, big, bigly. We're giving you a big time shout out. Please go to our Facebook, Instagram, anything, our Gmail, Jacked and Canned at gmail.com, Jacked and Canned dot com go to the website let us know we're so curious if you send an audio file just send it right to jackandcand at gmail.com hell we'll throw you on the show actually i'm gonna throw this out there too colts first ever once in a lifetime offer guarantee whoever sends jacked and canned at gmail.com in a little short clip, not not too, too long, maybe, you know, 10, 10, 20 seconds of an audio clip. And you want to give a little shout out to John and Colbs, to us. Go ahead and do it. We'll play it on the show. How does that sound? A little listener segment. We're going to introduce something brand new. I'd even talk to Colbs about this before the show, but I like it. What do you think about that, Colb? Yeah, no, I think that works out pretty good. I got to also stop saying, yeah, no, I realize how con- counterintuitive that is, but I do like the idea. And it's I all right. You're a LeBron it. fan. I get it, dude. You're a LeBron fan. You're used to saying, yeah, no, you're used to saying, <laughs> yeah, no. You know why? Because Antoine Walker, the underrated player from the Boston Celtics holding it down, homie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. So as I told you going into this, I got three things that we can get into here. The three little individual stories that I think you'll find funny. First of which is Michelle, my girlfriend, has recently told me that she thinks I'm sounding as if I'm narcissistic. So I said, why? What about me sounds narcissistic? She said, every time I come home, I'm hearing you listening to the sound of your own voice because you keep listening to your own podcast. Here's what I got on that. Two things. One of which I'm really proud of what we're doing. So I'm very happy with listening back to it. And I am not upset at all that I keep listening to it on a very regular basis. Second of all, how is Tom Brady the best quarterback that he uh, of ever, I guess, would be the best way to put it of all time? I probably butchered that a little bit, but Tom Brady's so good. Yo, Tom Brady, he's really good, but Quincy Carter, Dallas Cowboys, 2000s, get at me, dude. (laughs) Troy Hambrick in the backfield. Tell me what's up. Biggest threat duo of all time. What up, Dow? I'd have to disagree, but I would say that Tom Brady is as good as he is because he spends all of his time watching film, and he watches film of not only his opponents that are coming up, but he watches himself. He he sees what his own – kind of sets are, what his own gives are, what he's putting across to where a defense can read him the same way that he's reading them. And he works on that so that he can get to be at the best level that he is. For us to get this podcast to where we need it to be, which is the best of all time, obviously, 
we need to be able to go back and listen several times over to what it is that we do so we can tell what it is we do good and what it is that we're terrible at. Because we do have both and we recognize we have both. But in order to become the best that we can be, we have to re-listen to it. Now, John, just because I know we only have about 10 minutes left already, I'm just going right. to speed right into the second story. So Go story right into two, John, and this is the one that I told you the other day. Sometimes life just gives you a gift, right? And yeah, as somebody that's currently putting things out there for everybody to listen to, this was a gift for me. So I walked across the street the other day, as I have very often recently, to New England Pizza to get a sandwich. They have a very good buffalo chicken wrap, and I have been obsessed with it. But I was walking back from New England Pizza, and you know how the 7-Eleven and the New England Pizza across the street from me has just a slight hill? It's not anything that's oh, an yeah. aggressive hill. A yeah, little bit of an, an aggressive hill. Challenge. It's a challenge. Exactly. So it's when you're at the top of this tiny hill, you can see down just fine. But if you're at the <laughs> business establishments, you can't see anybody that's on the sidewalk. So I get to right. the top of the hill, I'm about to walk down, and I see a guy that looks like he's trying to peer over. It kind of looks like when the groundhog comes out, trying to figure out if his shadow is going to show or not on ground. Did he cast a shadow or what? Is Was there a shadow? Tell me. Well, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't paying attention to that. I had my headphones in listening to uh, Stupidity. Shout out to Stupidity. And yeah, what up, as bro? I'm listening, I'm walking down the hill, and this guy is... I can see his lips moving. I can see him pointing towards something. I see him doing the head nod thing to like come his way. So I take out my headphones and I'm like, I'm sorry, bud. What, what do you need? And this guy asked me, yo, can you go buy me some beer? So uh, and I'm just looking at him weird. Was he of age? Well, that's that was my first thought, and I look him up and down. He's clearly older than I am. He's I'm 29. He's definitely older than me. He's not old, but he's older than me. And I'm thinking to myself, like, what? So I just kind of like tilt my head at him like a German shepherd does. And he replies to me with, uh, well, the people in there got a problem with me, and I can't go in there. But you know how they got like the beer section in there? To which, to me, that was a funny thing for somebody to ask me if I know where the beer at 7-Eleven is. But I said, yeah, I, I know they got beer there. He goes, yo, so again, I, I just need I need some help, man. And at this point, I can tell he's like kind of shaken. And I realize it's probably <laughs> not like, a, like, I don't feel like it was an alcoholic. I feel like it's somebody that had a deeper problem. And that was like kind of answer? just his- like- like a deeper problem, like he was a chronic dancer, like shaking, shaking and baking, baby. <laughs> yeah, we could go with that. That'll make it clean and clear. But he was like, yo, just please. And I said, well, look, first of all, I'm not buying you anything. If you got money, I'll go in there and get you something with it. But I'm not buying anything. To which he's like, oh, yo, don't worry about it. I got money. So I said, okay, cool. Let, let's make it happen for you. Guy hands me $3.25. I said, what the hell do you want me to get you with $3.25? It's like, all right, steel reserve, 211, 40 ounce. I said, wait, what? Is that <laughs> what he said? That's what he wanted. So I put on my cape and I was his bureau for the day. 
And I went and I got him his 40 ounce of steel reserve and he couldn't have been more thankful. Although the funniest part of it was I came down from the hill and I go to give him his two cents of change back because it was 323 and he gave me 325. And the guy, um, the guy says, nah, go ahead and keep that. That's your change. So <laughs> thanks. I, uh, I guess I these two pennies. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess for good luck or whatever. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> So then he was just really appreciative that I did it for him. And now I know his name is Greg and he was walking his dog and he just wanted some steel reserve. So shout out to Greg if you happen to be listening by chance. But I thought uh, that was the one I wanted to save and not tell you about till just now because I thought you'd get a kick out of that story. Big kick out of that story, dude. I love it, man. I'm glad you didn't tell me that. <laughs> Until John, now. God- we got about four minutes left, and I think that's just about the amount of time it'll take me to tell this story, considering that, for whatever reason, I cannot tell a story quickly. Go ahead. All right. So two nights ago, I'm sitting here with Michelle. She had just gotten home from work, and she says, I got to do laundry, but I don't think I can stay up and finish doing laundry. I don't think I could complete the swap over from the washer to the dryer. I said, babe, don't worry about it. I got this. Go ahead and put them in the wash. I'll put them in the dryer for you. I went upstairs to play a game of Madden like I was planning to. And I don't know if there's anybody in our audience that chews skull, but it makes you a little lightheaded. And when you're drinking, it makes it a little bit worse. If you're drunk, you get the spins. But I wasn't drunk, but I had a few in me. And I was at the point where I realized, ah, I am also really tired. So I powered through the rest of my game of Madden, gave up more points than I usually do. With that said, I went ahead and concluded my game and I went to bed, didn't think about it, woke up in the morning went and I I heard her still getting ready for work. And I was like, ah, nice. Because the first thing I do in the morning, if she's up is I go and I grab her butt and I give her a kiss. So I go to do that. And I walk into her room and she is full blown naked. So I, so I came swagger stepping in going, ah, daddy's getting the good stuff today. And yum, yum. (laughs) I came up ready for it. And then about two steps in, it hit me. She's naked because I didn't swap her clothes over in the laundry. She's going to be very upset with me. So I changed my walk straight from swagger walk to sheepishly approaching her. And I walked up to her like a five-year-old, not sure of anything to do. And I Went to go touch her, but then I thought to myself, like, where can I do this? Because I know if I go below the belt, she's just going to get angry with me. So I didn't even go hips. I went above to the waist and I held around her waist and I kissed the back of her shoulder. And first words out of her mouth, you forgot to switch the laundry over. No. Oh, my God, dude. So (laughs) So I. I immediately, I I just start rubbing my head on her and I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm doing anything I can to just get myself out of this mess because I realized that I messed up. And at that point, there's no coming back from it. 
you've already done the messing up part. And now there's nothing you can do except for be as much of an apologetic as you can. John, I don't know if you have thoughts on that or not, but I wanted to make sure that I got that off because I had those three things planned before we ended this thing. And like I said, I know this this makes me a little bit of a mic hog today and I'm sorry, but no, no, not at all. Not at all. Dude, here's the thing. I love it all. We gave a little bit of more of a background on, on uh, where you're at, what you're doing, everything along those lines. I'm going to spin it back. I'm going to say thank you, Colby. Thank you, listener, for tuning in. We've noticed an increase in downloads. Please check out social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. We got a video up there. Colby, Colby's is going to be posting uh, some new blog posts as well, coming out there as well, too. So make sure to stay tuned for that. Colby, any last words, homie? Jacked and canned. I like it. All right, guys. We'll see you later on the next episode. Peace. This was Jacked and Canned. Tune in to new episodes on iTunes and check out what the boys are getting themselves into on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Jacked and Can. Presented by no one.